0: You're listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast, where we give you recovery nuggets to chew on and think about on your journey in recovery and on the path, featuring your host, David Clemen. What's up, all you recovery nuggets out there? This is a mini nugget, and it's going to be talking about dealing with emotions when you're in recovery and you're, nothing's really going on, but maybe difficult emotions come up, sadness, um, apathy, um, feeling less than, um, there's just a lot of stuff that, you know, even if you have a lot of clean time or sobriety, I mean, you know, life is not meant to be happy all the time. And it's not meant to, I don't believe it's meant to be down all the time either. I think that sometimes we just have to take a look at, you know, what's going on and allow it the space to pass through. I mean, sometimes like the reason I'm doing this episode is because this week, you know, I had like a, a deep sadness come over me, um, some of the things that were coming through was is all this worth it i mean is this as good as it gets kind of like the movie um you know why am i doing this podcast is it helping anyone so i was having some you know self doubt and um you know what i've learned is that i don't have to fix emotions when they show up, I can just let them pass. And, um, sometimes they're uncomfortable. I mean, that's why I used for so long because I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. You know, I didn't know how to identify them. And if I didn't like them, I wanted to change them. And if I liked them, I wanted more of them. So I wanted to get higher it was kind of like I was never good with the status quo of how I was actually feeling because I didn't have the tools to deal with those feelings. So I just numbed out and, uh, as the addiction took over, that was the one tool in the toolbox was to get obliterated. So I didn't have to feel anything. And, um, you know, so one of the other things I've learned is in this process is, um, that it's good to just, Give it some space um, and really get curious about the feelings, especially if they're they have to do with like grieving or sadness or uh, being uncomfortable. And, you know, for me, it could be, um, you know, there's been times in my life where body image was a problem and, um, you know, not feeling successful enough, not making enough money um you know, not knowing all the answers. And uh, so the other part of it is that we become, well, for me, as I've stayed clean longer, you know, what I realized is I'm I'm very um, in tune with emotions, energy of myself and other people around me. So some people call it vibes. And, um, you know, when my vibe's off, you know my girlfriend my partner she can pick up on it as well and so what i found is i have to even if i'm not ready to talk about it or even if i'm i maybe i can't even identify it yet but i'm in tune with myself enough to be like hey i'm going through something this week and I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I wanted to let you know that if I seem off or distant or whatever this week, it's just a little, you know, I'm just processing some things. And, um, you know, like it was a full moon. I'm a Leo. It's a Leo full moon. Whether you believe in that or not, I have noticed over the years, the longer I've stayed clean, certain times of the you know, lunar cycle or whatever, you know, Mercury and retrograde, all these things, they do seem to have an effect on the emotions. And, um, but back to my interpersonal relationship with my girlfriend, um, I just said, hey, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel like I have really anything this week. And there was no great catalyst for me feeling this way. So sometimes in recovery, there you are with yourself and your emotions. And as a person in addiction, it's about control, right? Like if I feel a certain way, I know that if I put this drink or this drug on it, I can change that. So it's a control thing. And so when we get clean or sober and we take that number one coping skill out of the mix, well, then there you are. It's like, here I am, David, meet David, and all of his emotions. And um, that is part of the process of recovery, is like learning to survive my emotions. That's what I've had to learn. And so these these, um, down periods or being in kind of a weepy well, um, they come. But they don't come as often. And uh then being in a relationship where I can say be honest about it and talk about it, because you know, um a lot of us guys we're not we're just not skilled at even identifying why we feel a certain way. So we're taught to stuff it down, not talk about it, and so then that leaves our partner or whoever we're around kind of wondering like if we're all right and maybe something oh something's going on with the relationship maybe it's not that but if i don't talk about it you know one thing i've learned is that by stuffing it and not talking at all especially in an intimate relationship if i don't share with where i'm at it can be it can start to become actually hostile and it seems like a weird it seems like you're trying like as a guy I'm like oh well I just don't want to talk about it because I don't want to bring anything up and it's going to it's going to cause problems I, what I found is it it causes more problems by not talking about it because i'm holding on to something it's creating distance with the person that i'm with so they're left to wonder what's going on. And then it can it can become this thing that is not actually a thing. The thing is that I'm just processing some emotions as a human being on a week where maybe I feel sad. Maybe I'm grieving. Maybe um, some old bad, like not bad, but um, less than feelings about self or self-doubt, self-loathing, all that stuff can come in. And cause an issue, you know, and, um, but the beauty is, is that by talking about it, I was able to just be open about it and essentially say, I may need some space this week. If I'm, if I retreat to my office and just kind of um, recharge, that's what's going on. And, um, you know, by looking at what was I actually feeling? I was able to identify a few things. Like I'm getting ready to do my taxes. I was concerned about, am I going to have to pay taxes? Cause I don't want to pay taxes. Motherfucker. Excuse my language, but you know, I do pay my taxes, but I don't mean I want to. And, um, so there's that. And then, um, You know, I'm I've really spent a lot of time on this podcast and I wanted to do well and it's not happening as fast as I think it should, but people are reaching out to me that it's helping them and you know, I look at the analytics and it's been listened to in Australia and Mexico and Canada and the UK and Spain and Puerto Rico and all over the US. And so I'm like, Well, wait a minute, you know, is my perception off? And um you know, I actually, I'm still, I'm a 12-stepper, so I have a sponsor. So I talk to him and uh, share with him what was going on, and then I have one of my best friends, um, actually two of my best friends. I talk to weekly and check in. You know, we check in with each other, and so by taking a look at that, I'm able to share about it that I got through it without causing harm. And um, you know, I feel very fortunate to be able to have these people in my life life, that I can open up to. You know, I don't have to always be happy. Um, it's okay to be sad or um, not even just sad like um, there was some big loss, but just, um, you know, life is different today. And what I mean by everything that we've all gone through these past couple of years, um, it feels different. But it also takes a little bit of work on my part to change that perception. Like We've been wanting to go see a movie in person again at the theater, and there was a murder mystery. So we went to see that last night, and that was really fun. Totally stuffed ourselves on popcorn and got some food after and came home and just had a good night that felt like life again, you know, normal, just doing normal things. And, um, so processing all this stuff when you're, you're working full time, you're doing a podcast, you're in a relationship, you've got friends, you've got responsibilities, all this stuff can kind of back up sometimes if it's not given its space and it's, um, It's not allowed to just process, and
1: sometimes I got to look at it,
0: and I'm going to play a a little clip at the end of this that I recorded years ago that was kind of my impression of a uh, therapist talking to me about looking at stuff, so I think it's funny. I hope you guys enjoy it, get a little laugh out of um, some of the stuff that we go through in recovery, and it could be anything, any type of recovery. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like being able to survive my emotions. I like looking at stuff like, oh, why is it? What is the exact nature of that particular thing? Why is it bothering me? Or why do I feel sad? You know, um, one of the other things is I'm getting ready to turn 50 this year. And, uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, like getting older is interesting, you know, getting a little long in the tooth, you know, the gray hair or as my um, hairstylist calls it blonde, you know, to make me feel better. Um, the skin sags in places it didn't used to. And, um, you know, you go to the dentist and are like, well, you're going to have to get a deep cleaning and, uh, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta eat so you don't die at this point. And, um, you know, keeping track of finances and all this adulting. And, and I'm grateful for all of it, but there's some times where you just want to, you know, like my obsession right now is I've been obsessed with buying high top shoes, Jordans, and um, I'm having fun with it. But when I was young, I could never afford a pair of Jordans. And now I'm older. I'm like, I want Jordans. And so, you know, we can pick up different obsessions at any time. And, um, you know, I'm having fun with it. It's fine. And I, and I like them, but what's funny is I've, I've got them, but I don't wear them cause I don't want them to lose their value. Right. So <laughs> I've got, you know, I've started shooting basketball in my neighborhood again, and that's been fun. And, um, you know, we can beat the hell of ourselves for, you know, wanting to recapture some of our youth, but I mean, shit, it was fun being young and carefree and stuff. And so I think that gets a little overwhelming, but, um, you know, so I wanted to do this mini nugget to like, if you're struggling and you're feeling some emotions that you just can't, you put your finger on, just give it some space. I mean, there's a Zen saying, it's like, how do you um, control a bull? You give it a big meadow. You know, you don't put a bull in a little small pin. And, and if your problems are the bull or your, your emotions are the bull, give it a big meadow. Let it move around, you know? Um, And so I have to keep that stuff in mind. And also, how many times did I cause a problem in a relationship I was in because I wasn't able to identify feelings I was going through? And so when they genuinely asked, like, are you okay? Oh, of course I'm okay. What do you mean? But really... (laughs) I wasn't okay. I just didn't know how to identify it and communicate communication, everyone. I didn't know how to communicate that. I wasn't doing great. I'm going to be okay. But since you asked me about it, now it's a problem because I'm getting defensive or, um, I'm maybe, maybe I'm experiencing some self-loathing or that thing where, oh, I'm not where I'm supposed to be right now. You know, look at my friend's, and, um, you know, when we compare ourselves to others, I mean, we're really doing ourselves a disservice, you know, all the experiences that I've had up to my life have led me to right here talking to a microphone in my office, hopefully sharing something that will help someone else, you know, and, um, you know, all that all that glitters is not gold. You know, it's that thing where be careful what you compare yourself to um, you know we're all on these these different paths, and we're all kind of trying to navigate and we don't have all the answers and there's lots of different communities that especially in recovery, where we can help each other and um you know shared experiences where it's at that that's where that connection comes in. Because in the end, I was alone in a room by myself, and that was that was a hopeless feeling because I didn't have any I didn't have any hope to get out of that room once it got that bad um, and now I've got a lot of hope even when even when things pop up that are uncomfortable or sad or kind of hopeless like you know i had that feeling of like well the thrill is gone of life you know there's nothing to look forward to um and it wasn't i wasn't on like a pity pot because we get on a pity pot sometimes especially early in recovery you know we have that pink cloud of getting sober or clean and then it's all going great and then we get some past due bill oh my god you know Recovery is bullshit. I'm not supposed to get this past due bill now that I'm clean. I'm supposed to get a parade down Market Street for me because I'm doing what I actually should have been doing my whole life is like handling personal responsibilities. Um, But by taking a look at it, if I'd have paid it on time the first time, I wouldn't have had the late fees. And, you know, if I wasn't using drugs and alcohol for that, though, you know, that addict financing that I had versus taking care of personal responsibility, I might not have actually been creating my own problems, but through my inability to accept personal responsibility, I was actually creating my own problems. And, uh, I had to take a look at all that stuff. So, you know, uh, the tools of recovery have helped me out a lot this week and getting through that. And, um, You know, I would share that the nugget that I learned this week is that give it space, especially if it's a difficult or trying emotion that's it seems like it's just going to be like that forever because that's what I do. I catastrophize that once I feel a certain way that I don't like, it's going to be like this forever. And that's just not been my experience, but. My head keeps telling me, "Well, I guess this is just how my life is now. It's going to suck," and that's not true. I mean, lots of factors went into getting out of my funk or a uh, low place. Part of it was the weather. The next day was a really sunny day. Got to play some basketball and take a walk, fresh air, see the sunshine. Always a good, always a good um, attitude adjuster for me. And, um, honest communication. Hey, I'm not feeling great this week. Just want to let you know, I don't need it really fixed. I'm just going to give it space and let it pass and see what comes up. And then, um, realizing that had some nerves about paying taxes because, um, well, I mean, Hey, that's my money. Right. (laughs) And, um, you know, feeling some, kind of like blah feelings about life, not in a way like I wanted to hurt myself or whatever, but, you know, there wasn't really much to look forward to this week that was kind of cold and wet. Uh, what football's over, I'm a big football fan and, um, you know, there's lots of different factors. So, uh, if I give it space, communicate where I'm at and then also practice the self-awareness to like, Hey, Let's take a look at it, see what's really going on. Uh, Then I won't have to do anything silly, hurt myself, hurt others, and um, we keep it moving, you know. And hey, sometimes the most spiritual thing I can do is take a nap or go to bed. Sometimes the most spiritual thing I can do is nothing at all. Leave it alone. And, um, you know, I'm glad I was able to experience that this week. And I'll be honest with you, like. Uh, these don't happen very often anymore. You know, this summer I'll be coming up on 16 years clean and I'm grateful for that. And um, But I I also share this kind of stuff because, you know, someone that's new in recovery, sobriety, getting clean, getting sober, uh, recovering from anything, food addiction, sex, porn, whatever, uh, it needs to be talked about that. Even when you have a long period of recovery, you know, it's still, things still come up. And so I have to build this momentum in my recovery that I can survive it and not act out, not put drinks on top of it, not put drugs on top of it. And, uh, it, it's not easy. You know, it's sometimes it's very difficult because those coping skills of just grabbing something outside of myself and put it in me to change how I feel is so. I mean, it's right there. I mean, it's in our faces. It's around. Um, you know, we're we're marketed to grab something outside of ourselves to fix it. When really, um, I have to actually lean into it sometimes and take a look at it. Give it some space. Do some writing. You know that the journaling has helped me a lot too. I mean, sometimes I'll I'll write. Blah. F this day. I don't feel good. Um, I'll bitch about it. You know, I'll bitch about it to my journal. My journal can handle it. My journal can handle anything I give to it. And guess what? It's there for me the next day. No judgments. And, uh, but it takes practice. I've got to read daily meditations from thoughts that are not my own to maybe get some inspiration or a new perspective. Yeah. Uh I talked to my old sponsor yesterday. We were talking about anger. And um, you know, Titnot Han has a saying that um, you know, you you will not be punished for your anger, you will be punished by your anger. And um that has been my experience. Because if I'm over there angry by myself, well, Whoever and whatever I'm angry at is not suffering because I'm angry at it. It's me. I'm holding on to it. And, uh, damn, that takes practice too. So I think that's about it for today. It's, um, it's been fun. I've been working on these reels for the podcast and, um, I'm learning. Mine are really basic right now, but, um, I'm finding that it's a quick way to express a feeling with a, Video and a, a lip-synced audio, and um, you know, just give yourself a break if you're going through something, and uh, you're not. Maybe you're not even sure what it is, but just give yourself good. Give yourself a big meadow for it, and uh, usually, guess what? It will change. That's been my experience. Whether it's good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, um, as long as I survive my emotions without putting on some something on top of it, I'm probably going to be all right. And um, I know that I'm loved by my friends, my family, people in recovery, people that um, are listening, the universe, my higher power. And um, we're all in this together. And, you know, sometimes you just got to, you got to talk about it. Sometimes you got to sit with it. Sometimes you got to sit and talk to yourself about it. Sometimes you got to mumble to yourself. Sometimes you got to cuss to yourself. Sometimes you need to take a walk. Sometimes you need to pet the dog. Sometimes you need to eat a pizza pizza, sometimes you need to eat the whole pizza, you know, sometimes you need to break your diet and slam something just to get the feelings down, um, you know, whatever it takes not to, um, hurt yourself and destroy yourself because of a feeling, you know, feelings are, man, they seem so real all the time and sometimes they are real and sometimes, it's coming from my my thoughts, so I'm projecting that they're real, but they're just a thought, and uh, that's a tough uh, seesaw to choose. You know, it's like which end is right, and uh, I don't always choose right. Sometimes I get way out there. <laughs> well, they looked at me this way, so they must have meant that this is what they were thinking. And guess what? I am not a mind reader and the times that I have thought that I knew exactly what somebody was thinking I was way off they were thinking about something that they were obsessing about so anyway I'm gonna put this up today it's Sunday I'm off from work tomorrow which is awesome and uh, gonna keep plugging along on the podcast um, got some more episodes coming up that I think you'll enjoy and um, I've got like six or seven that are edited already for the next, it's going to be up through like April. I'm getting ready to interview some really uh, interesting people that are, that work in counseling EMDR. And so stay tuned. If you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify, leave a a five-star review that really would help out. My goal is to have a hundred subscribers And so I really want to grow the podcast and get it out to more people. That's, um, that's my goal. So if you can help me do that, that would be awesome. And uh, I really appreciate you listening and then, uh, stay tuned for the little, um, impression of a therapist talking to me after this. And, uh, once again, uh, thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Take care.
1: I mean, you're going to have to look at it. And after you look at it, and then you say, well, what's changed? You'll say to yourself, well, maybe I should look at it again. And then once you look at it, you may find something different because nothing stays the same. Change is inevitable. You may say to yourself, well, let's look at it. And then when we look at it, we're like, wow, I just looked at it. And after I look at it, I say to myself, you know, I wanted to look at it, and then I wasn't sure what I would do. But then when I looked at it, I saw something new, something fresh. And when I saw that freshness, I felt invigorated and alive. I felt anew. Because, well, I looked at it. And this we can use in life. As in, if you see something that you don't like, well, just look at it. See what is there. And when you look and really see what's there and see what's bothering you, take time to look at it again. And maybe you will see something new, something exciting, Something that may change your perspective. But you're going to have to look at it. And after looking at it for a while and looking at it and looking at it, you may say, I'm so glad. I'm really, really, really glad. In fact, I'm thrilled that I took the time to look at it. Because in the end, if we don't look at it, we are blind.
0: Thanks again for listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast. I want to thank our guests this week. And uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can reach out on Instagram at Recovery Nuggets Podcast. And the email is Recovery Nuggets Podcast at gmail.com. Also like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple and be great if you leave a five star review that really helps out the podcast and uh, really want to thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Disclaimer, Recovery Nuggets podcast and guests are not representatives of any 12 step program. I am not a doctor, counselor or therapist. I share my experiences, strength and hope. Guests of the show share their personal experiences and opinions. Take what you like and leave the rest. Each person's journey in recovery is unique. Thank you for listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast.